you and I have a shared passion for drinking water. Yep. <laughs> if I don't have my water by me, I'm like, I have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's always close by. So just getting back to being more conscious about how much water I was drinking. And it's not always about being extreme or excessive and being like, oh, I ticked off everything or I have this huge list. It's about mindfulness and it's about small changes that okay, yesterday I didn't have three liters of water. Well, what is that? That could be three to four or five of these, you know, bottles. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe today instead of having two, I'll have three. Yeah. And then the next day is like, okay, I got three in. Can I do three again? Yes. Okay. Now maybe the next week I'll go for four. And it's these small increments that make you feel successful. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome to the show, Jordana, for round two. I am so excited to have you on again. Thank you. Glad to be back. I love having you on because you are so real and authentic about your own health journey because we know it's never ending, right? And and we all have our ups, we all have our downs. And I want to have you on today because I want to dive deep with you because you are actually sharing openly, um, you know, on your, your social media platforms that even as a coach of over 40 women, you can still kind of mess up and fall off track. I hate using the word mess up, but life happens, you know, Mm -hmm. and it happens to all of us. Progress is never linear. And you are able at this point to get back on track a lot smoother because of your strategic routines that you've created. And I really want you to take us into that today because I feel like that's one of your strengths. So let's get into it because, oh, one one more thing. I'm going to link Jordana and I's first podcast episode because her background is just amazing. Like she was a busy exec and a mom and she started working with me. She found her strong in the gym and, you know, she decided one day to like, literally quit her job and (laughs) go go all in on this coaching journey. And now she's like a full on team strong girls franchisee with over 40 clients. Like first, congratulations. Like, thank you. Yeah. It's been such an amazing, just been so amazing. Just watching you elevate in the way that you do, but we also have life that happens, right? Like we also have, yeah. And so how about you just share what has happened over the past? Like, what has it been like a couple of years? We've all had a crazy yeah. couple of years. It's been a crazy couple of years, mm-hmm. like super crazy. And that was the point when I made this big change in my life, which, you know, was leaving my corporate career, 
turning my life into being a full-time coach and I love it. It's my dream was to make this transition. And to do that took a lot of sacrifice, a lot of change, a lot of dedication. And for me, what happened was I went all in on that and life in other areas didn't stop happening. And I think that that's such a great take home message for people because we, we believe that like, oh, life is going to be so perfect once I hit this one big goal of mine, but it's only in one area and it is great. Life is awesome, but things crop up. I had a lot of health issues happen. I had a miscarriage. We moved, I was renovating a house, we moved cities. Uh, a lot of things just started happening simultaneously on top of the world going through so many of its own global shifts that it was like one thing on top of another that just eroded all of these amazing habits and consistent behaviors that I had in place to keep me healthy and strong and energetic. And I was simultaneously putting that energy into growing a business, which mm-hmm. if anybody's ever done that, <laughs> you know how hard it is. <laughs> it's hard AF. It's hard. <laughs> And so the energy that I was initially putting into my personal body transformation was now redirected into growing this new baby, this new, this new transformation, which was around our career, my career. And so like a lot of that just compounded. And I think it was the health elements that really just knocked me down, you know, recovering. Jenny, we've talked about this before, even with your own experiences, having a miscarriage is pretty traumatic. Um, and that, that took a lot out of me. I got sick a number of times in very big ways that needed a lot of support to recover from. Mm -hmm. And the recovery from each illness just did not get me back to, you know, feeling strong and happy to the point where I could just continue on. I got a little bit ahead and then I get sick again. And then Mm -hmm. I got a little bit ahead and then I was sick again. And these illnesses lasted for months on end. So um, now I feel like I'm in a place that I I had to just surrender Mm -hmm. and to keep fighting it almost made it worse. And so allowing that moment to surrender to say, okay, I'm just here. Like, what do I need to learn in this moment? What do I need to experience? What is my body trying to tell me? What experts do I need to tap into? What knowledge do I need to acquire? Okay, body, like, (laughs) give me the new download. Okay, I'm ready. Like, let's go through the update. Like, (laughs) what new iOS do I need to be downloading because I'm missing something? Mm. And and that that took two years. It did. And in the meantime, I've had amazing successes, goals that have been on our vision board for my family's vision board, my personal vision board for a long time. We moved into our dream home. We have like our pool in the backyard. We have our beautiful home gym. We have a beautiful family, like a lot of amazing milestones and successes. But I think what people forget is with the world and social media, we're putting forward this perfect presentation all the Mm -hmm. time. And as a coach or as anybody that has influence over others, we're held sometimes to the standard where we're not allowed to make mistakes or we're not allowed to fall off track or our bodies aren't allowed to change. And there can be a lot of judgment that comes with that. And one of the things that I'm starting to realize is like fitness is supposed to be a safe space for all. And, you know, as a coach myself, I think I can do a better part of of creating that by coming forward and actually saying like, I've been through a lot of stuff and my body doesn't look the way it did before. My body isn't performing the way it did before. And guess what? I don't even feel good in my body right now, Mm -hmm. but not all is lost. It is not too late and we can do a lot to change that. And that's what I'm doing right now. I love that so much because I feel like as a society, we always 
well, with with social, we're always judging on the exterior, like, oh, is this person fit? Okay, yeah, I'll work with her. Mm-hmm. But you don't know how educated that person is, you know, like, yeah. like <laughs> there might be some people that you might think doesn't look the part, let's say, but how like they're educated, like you don't even know what's going on, like hormonally, or are they on thyroid meds? Like there's so much more behind the scenes. And I love that you're like actually just talking about it because it's true. We, we all have shit that happens in our life. Mm-hmm. And on social media, we're all just posting all the good highlights. Like it's true. Like I don't really want to post when my kids are Ables, you know, like when <laughs> or like when you when get vomited on the face, or like you or fell they're fighting, yourself or yeah, yeah, they're fighting. Like who wants maybe to I should that? show more of that, but I mean, it's like you, you don't feel very motivated and inspired to do it during those times, right? So we all have to take it with a grain of salt. But that's why when I read your post the other day, and we we meet every week, like I know you, I know what you've been through, but I just found that it was like so awesome that you're actually saying like, look. I can, I can mess up too. Like I can fall off track, but you've been really good at like from day one of knowing you, you're very like a goal oriented person. You're very structured. You have a routine. And I think this routine, like it helps you like your, this routine is actually helping you get on track a lot quicker than, than maybe a few years ago when, you know, you didn't have this structured routine that you've built around you know, your fitness and your health. Mm-hmm. What are you doing now? Like yeah. show people what you're doing now to, to kind of get back on the path of feeling your best and as your best self. For sure. So the, the structure and the rut- routines are really just structure. It's mm-hmm. like a choice that you're making to link one behavior to another and you're executing in a certain order that is easy for you to remember and execute. And For me, those took a long time to develop. And now I love sharing with my clients, you know, the cheat sheet of how Mm -hmm. to get there more quickly, because what I'm doing with myself is no different than what I do with my clients. It is the exact same blueprint, plan, steps. And that's what makes it so simple is the more simple it can be, the easier it is to execute, the longer you'll do it, the more successful you'll be in the end. So that's why I personally thrive in a structured environment. I love to have my routine set. And the first thing I did was I made a decision to get back into my training routine, go back to working out. That was one of the first things that tend to slide when I got sick. I literally had no lung capacity, no strength, no energy. I, I needed the sleep. And so the training routine suffered. It got short. First, it got less days. Then the routine got shorter then they just stopped happening. (laughs) I think that's a lot of people with, with even experienced COVID, like they've had a long recovery process. A lot, a lot of my clients, it'll take four to six months to really get back the, the, really it's the lung capacity. Mm -hmm. And then they're able to actually have the endurance to get through a full training session. So, you know, having to go through that, um, seeing myself at the end where I was like, oh, it's been three or four weeks and I literally have not picked up a dumbbell. I know that's not me. That's not the me of the last 10 years. Mm. That's not the strong, amazing, like confident Jordana. That's like someone that doesn't exist anymore. And like, this isn't the space for her. So um, it, that was the first change that that happened. And 
for me, the best time to work out is in the morning. Not everyone feels that way, but I will scream I'm with you the rooftop. there. <laughs> I'm with you there. I won't work out if I don't work out in the morning. Like I know myself. I love it. I love yeah. the workouts in the morning. And it's also the best time to prioritize yourself. So if you have that win, if you start your day with that win, you don't want to like let it go in the rest of the day and have this snowball effect into old behaviors. You want to be consistent with the behaviors that make you feel good. So mm-hmm. setting yourself up with a win in the morning is my first thing. So training in the AM, a lot of people will be like, well, how do you wake up? Guess what? I just chose to. Yeah. I decided I was no longer going to hit snooze. That was it. I hit snooze four, five, six, seven times. This is Coach Jordana admitting I hit snooze. I know (laughs) I did it for almost two years. No more. That was it. You're done. So I decided the last thought that you think before you go to bed is going to be the thing that sticks with you in the morning when you wake up. And Mm. so you're going to action that first thing. So I like to make sure it's a positive one. It's a visualization of my next day. I'm not going to hit snooze. I'm going to get up the second I hear that alarm and I'm going to go. And that's what I did. I put out my workout clothes the night before. I just got back to basics. There are the clothes. My alarm is set. I'm ready to go. I, and I and I worked out. That was the first thing. I think and that is key to have your workout stuff all ready to go. Yeah. And people used to think I was crazy. In the corporate world, I would literally, uh, you know, in our old room, we had like a bench at the end of our bed. And mm-hmm. on Sunday night, I, I was so busy that I, on Sunday night, I set out my clothing for the entire week. <laughs> So that every morning, of course you did, Jordana. Of course I did, right? Every morning I would grab my workout clothes, I'd put them on, and then I would go. And I knew that I was prepared. Otherwise, you know, when I have I have corporate executive clients who are literally in the position I was in, they're like, yeah, that's what I have to do because otherwise I have to make more decisions. And the fewer decisions we can make, Mm -hmm. the more successful we'll be because we don't get the decision fatigue. A lot of people think, well, I don't have the willpower for that. I don't have the mental strength. You do. You're just using it up in all of these other wasted decisions. The 25 things that you're trying to figure out what to wear, the fight you have with your closet, the, you know, what am I going to eat for lunch? You remove all of that when you adopt our strong girls lifestyle because you're learning how to train. You have a plan. You know, we get back into food prep. That was my next step was prepping my food, right? Went to the grocery store, got my proteins, got my carbs, loaded up on my veg and fruit, and I got into the kitchen. I know how to cook now and I stopped cooking. (laughs) Why did I do that? Because I was sick in bed, literally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So even being sick in bed, it's you can't tolerate certain foods, your your food aversions, or you know, you can only have so much of something and then you lose track. Mm-hmm. So all of that discipline eroded over time. And, and I find this, this happens with so many people that come back to, you know, to work with me. They're like, well, all of these habits eroded. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, let's get back to the simplest thing. Get if you get back to the basics. So committing to just prepping those foods twice a week, having a plan for my meals. And guess what? Within three or four days, literally everyone was feeling better. Not just me, <laughs> the whole house. They're like, oh, there's food in the kitchen again. Yes, because we chose to make sure that our grocery shopping was prioritized, that our food prep was prioritized, and that we're making the choices that are going to give us the long-term outcomes. Because that zapping brain power to thinking about what you're eating, you know? Like, totally. What are we going to eat tonight? 
oh, I don't feel like making it. And then you end up ordering something like that's so much brain power. Yeah. And just flipping that, you know, to to actually creating the meals, you know, with the one to two hours is 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 a lifesaver. You know, you, you are saving so much. Thinking. Yeah. What what parent doesn't want to eliminate the question? What's for dinner tonight? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I hate that question. <laughs> what are you making tonight? Mom's I don't know. not cooking. <laughs> it's already made. It's already yeah. made. Go get it from the kitchen. Here we have these choices, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's really getting back to those basics. And once those two elements were in place for me, and then that's when I started to add the finer details that really start to bring things together. So those are like the two basic elements that I don't know, I think everyone should be doing. And then there's like the refining moments and the little routines that just start to elevate everything. Mm -hmm. So things like drinking water, you and I have a shared passion for drinking water. (laughs) If I don't have my water by me, I'm like, I have anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's always close by. So just getting back to being more conscious about how much water I was drinking and, and it's not always about being extreme or excessive. And being like, oh, I ticked off, you know, everything or I have this huge list. It's it's about mindfulness and it's about small changes that, okay, yesterday I didn't have three liters of water. Well, what is that? That could be three to four or five of these, you know, bottles. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe today instead of having two, I'll have three. Yeah. And then the next day is like, okay, I got three in. Can I do three again? Yes. Okay. Now maybe the next day I'll go for the next week. I'll go for four. And it's these small increments that make you feel successful. People ask me all the time, like, well, how do I build enough confidence to do all these things? Well, the the only way to build confidence is to prove yourself that you can do it. That's it. No one can promise to yourself. Yes. It's keeping a promise to yourself. And if you aren't able to keep a promise to yourself, you'll never have confidence. No one can implant it or download it for you. No one can like achieve it for you. It's one of the only things you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and so by keeping those small promises, by proving to yourself, some people want to like prove to themselves that they can do it. That's how you do it. And that's ultimately how you build the confidence. And that's ultimately how you'll keep that, that behavior going in the long term. And even though it took two years for me to turn it around, I know three to four months from now, I'll be feeling like my best self again. Like mm-hmm. to me, months and years, they really have no meaning anymore. It used to be, and you can attest to this, Jenny, like in the early, early days, when, when are we done? Like when, when's this journey over? Like when have I reached this like finish yes. line? It's like yeah. magic, like, yep. okay, good. Yay. We're, we're healthy. Yeah. Like, I need yeah. a break now and I'll just go back to living the way that I used to because that's that was the mindset right that was the mindset you start Mm -hmm. and stop and you go on the cycle and that's why people yo-yo is they think that their health has an end date yeah their journey their fitness it has an end date it doesn't once you hit a goal you need to set another one yeah and once you hit that goal you need to figure out what's next for you and it doesn't always have to be bigger it can be a sustaining goal it can be health Mm -hmm. it can be in the gym it can be in nutrition can be longevity like there's so many things and that's also the beauty of sourcing into a community who can help you inspire what that could look like this episode is brought to you by organica for over 30 years organica has been helping canadians reach their health and wellness goals with natural supplements and functional foods 
This summer, power up your hydration with electrolytes plus enhanced collagen. This sugar-free powder delivers essential minerals for rehydration plus 5 grams of collagen for muscle recovery, healthy joints, and more. Voted one of Canada's best new products, it's perfect for anyone working up a sweat. Just like me, I love using this. It has zero grams of sugar and that it's available in three delicious flavors. And my personal favorite flavor is the strawberry peach. It's so yummy. So guys, you got to give it a try and elevate your performance, recovery, and hydration with Organica's Electrolytes Plus Enhanced Collagen. For a limited time, you can save 30% on this must-have by visiting Organica.com strong. So that's O-R-G-A-N-I-K-A dot com slash strong. It's important that you choose a lifestyle that you see yourself living, you know, like truly living because, you know, you and I see a lot of these women that come in and they've tried all sorts of different diets and it's just not sustainable. They just cannot keep up with removing carbs completely out of their diet, right? Like nobody can live that way forever. Um, so that's really important too, but I love the way like, and you know this now, cause like I coached you on this, like there's, there's no end. Like, oh, there's like no end. yeah, there's just the beginning. Like I always yeah. say, it's just the <laughs> beginning, you know, okay, we've done this, but this is just the beginning for this, right? This next so, goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's just the way you are maybe because you fell off track a little bit with your routines. Cause you're so good with structure mm-hmm. that maybe probably felt you felt lost, right? Just with not having that structure there. Mm-hmm. And and it's so interesting. Like you even start to feel like a little bit of an imposter. I'm like, okay, well, how, how do I, how do I share this? You know, um, coming back off of like a, a long, even for others, like a long break or a big injury, you start to feel like, well, I'm not being authentic because mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily doing the things that I'm helping others achieve or that people know me for. And that was like a little bit embarrassing. I didn't really even know how to like make that post or what I was going to say or how, how I was going to deliver it. But I, I knew, I, I kind of like knew after getting that push to be like, okay, it's time to, to stand up and say something because that, that's genuinely where I'm at. And I think we're all allowed to go through that ebb and flow in our life. And, and it's funny because it's not, um, it's not a failure. Like you have to, I have to look at it like an opportunity. Um, there's a lot of things that I can now double back and relearn about myself, about where I'm at now. When I first learned all of these ways of living, I was in a completely different lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Living downtown Toronto, busy corporate lifestyle, like trying to fit everything in and make that life a healthy lifestyle. And now I'm learning how to do that as an entrepreneur, living in a much different city, in a different home, with a different lifestyle. My child is much older. And so I think it's a really interesting like dichotomy to also mm. be evaluating, like, how do I fit this in two different lifestyles? So that's mm. kind of going to be a fun journey too. You were meant to go through it. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. a firm believer that everybody's meant to go through as shitty as the situations are. You always come out stronger and there's a reason why, because now that you're coaching so many women, like you have, you can empathize and you can actually help them get through exactly what you went through. You know, like you have that power now, which is, which is incredible. It's, it's going to be your superpower. 
I, I told, I was just going to say that I think empathy is like coaches superpowers. Like when you really are working with people that have, you've literally walked their shoes. And, and I always believe that like a coach should work with people that, you know, they should attract people that are like them kind of like, yeah. that's how you create like your attract community, like, like yeah. attract like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really knowing them, knowing what's going to come for them, anticipating some of that, it really, it really deepens that coaching relationship. And I love that about working one-on-one with, with my clients, because you can really, it's really that anticipation for them, but it's also that the deep empathy, like you really do actually, you've, you've literally walked it. So you know what it feels like. Love it. And uh, you have this routines challenge. Is, is that yeah. the name of it? <laughs> I don't know. It's we coming have to out. Out to me. It's yeah. coming out soon. And <laughs> yeah, I encourage you to do this. And, and I know Vince did too, just because this is, this is who you are. And, yeah. and, um, we're going to be, you're going to be building this out soon. So share a little bit about that. Um, and if it's not ready in time with this podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to link Jordana's private Facebook community so she can give you all the deets on when the challenge is going to be launched but if it is ready we'll also include that link there totally so this is really for anybody who feels like how i feel right now you've gotten off track you're feeling a little lost you're wanting to get back into a solid fit routine that builds fitness back into your life that Mm -hmm. helps you feel like your best self again it's a seven-day challenge i'll have um a week's worth of workouts as well as you get a flavor for my training style and then also overlaid with that you'll be getting um a daily video that's going to walk you through exactly how to set up routines to make you feel successful some of them we talked about today um mm-hmm. but some additional ones we're really going to dive a little bit deeper into just elevating all of that back into a space where you feel equipped ready and capable to tackle you know, bringing your health back into your life and and feeling fit again and strong and and making that a priority. That's going to be so awesome because I feel like during the summer, we all get off our routine. I think like for me, I like, I kind of crave, like it's fun. Summer is fun. I love the weather, but I crave that routine in September. Yes. Every, every year. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like mom's new year's. (laughs) A hundred percent. It's like we all relax a little bit around the summertime. Even even me in my heyday, I, everything we get a little bit slower, a little bit more relaxed. And you need that. You need that ebb and flow. And then you know, probably like as you're starting to think about back to school, you're like, oh yes, back to school, back to reality, back to the routines and the structure. And everybody does crave that come September. So it'll be excellent timing. And uh, I can't wait to do it. It'll be so fun. Yay. Now, I just want to touch on a little bit about the fitness that you're talking about, like getting back into fitness. It's exactly what you said, like getting back into the gym, Mm -hmm. um, prioritizing that time for yourself. But I mean, we've worked together for so long. You've you've also done um, other stuff like outside of outside of me um, programming for you. How are you treating getting back to the weights? Like, are you taking it slow? Like you're not going to go for like an hour and a half weight training session, you know, all to the wall type of yeah. thing. You're going <laughs> to, you're, you're, what are you doing? So I can't wait for our balls to the walls training <laughs> session to just like get it all out. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really dialing myself back and taking it easy one, because I, I need to understand where my capacity is at. 
I want to understand what, where my lifting is right now, what kind of load and volume I can manage and where my endurance is. So especially knowing I've probably lost a lot of that, you know, feeling a little deconditioned, but trusting my body that it's coming back, you know, there's mm -hmm. tons of muscle memory there. There's lots of time that I've put in, I've done the work. Yep. So making that, oh, let's call it a little comeback. Um, it's going to take less time than it might yes. have for somebody else. So I, I know that the first couple of weeks I'm taking it fairly easy. So, um, three 25 minute training sessions, I've got a couple of supersets some body weight, some dumbbell work, really just feeling out movement patterns again, which mm -hmm. make me feel good. So developing body awareness again in the gym space with the weights and carrying some load. Um, and getting a sense of my recovery time in between my rest times is really important to me right now. So that's the next two weeks in this phase. And then the second part of that is walking. I think walking is literally the most underrated tool in the fitness industry. Um, there's not enough of us talking about the power of just movement and increasing our overall meat. So mm -hmm. that is the second part of what I'm doing to train and work out is moving more. You know, I have a tracker on my wrist. Like there's no need for me to overthink this. It's moving more, it's standing more, it's walking more and being aware and conscious of doing that. So pretty much every day is a 30 minute walk again. And that's just, you know, I have a dog. There's again, no reason not to be walking the dog and getting outside because it's beautiful. We also have a pool. So if it's not a walk, it's a swim in the pool and um, just enjoying being outside again. So that'll be for the first two weeks. I can get a little bit of an assessment of where I'm actually at. And then I will be building out a, a program that helps me start to build back some of that capacity in my compound lifts first. Mm -hmm. um, that's super important to me. I was proudly hitting over 200 pounds in a lot of my compound lifts before all of this happened. And so I'd love to get back to there. Um, thinking about a little, setting myself a little goal around a deadlift of hitting 200 pounds over the next six months. So I'll be, I'll be working towards that goal specifically because it's not really about, you know, leaning out and losing weight. And for anyone who can't see me, I'm using quotation marks, um, over, you know, <laughs> my, those words, it's really about feeling strong and back in my body. You know, yeah. feeling that strength again and feeling confident about moving my body again. And with that will come physical changes. Mm -hmm. I know that mm -hmm. because I know the correlation so deeply, but that isn't the first reason to do what I'm doing. I love that. So and, I'm and yeah, I'm excited for you. And I think it's, it's so awesome that you're taking everybody along this journey with you and really showing like, just focus on today. Yeah. And one step at a time, focus on tomorrow. Like you don't, yeah, we all have great goals. Like we can, we can visit those, but if you're constantly focused on like, let's say a weight loss goal, and then you're just so focused on that, you're going to, you're going to feel like a failure every day, right? Exactly. Like just focus step by step. And I love, I think this is like, we'll talk about this a little briefly, but I think this is like a whole other podcast. You were saying like fitness should be a safe space for everyone. And it wasn't always the case that way, but like, let's touch on that a little bit and then we'll put a pin on it. Cause I'm going to have you back on and we're going to specifically talk about that because a lot of women don't want to go to the gym, you know, mm -hmm. or they're just intimidated to even work out on their own. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm, I think what's so interesting and a lot of people who know me now wouldn't have known 
me back in the day, but I've lived in every body size. <laughs> so I've been everything from, you know, almost 200 pounds to a size two and everything in between. And what's so interesting is the awareness of how differently um, you're treated in a lot of different environments, depending on how you look. And as a result, you feel intimidated in certain environments or you avoid certain environments because of that. The gym for me was one of those places early on in my fitness exploration um, because, you know, living in a larger body, you don't necessarily feel like you belong in the gym. There can be a lot of intimidation, um, a lot of very fit people, which is obviously why you want to go to the gym is to feel strong, get fit. But that looks differently on every body. Mm. And I say every body specifically. There are just certain things genetically my body will never do or achieve. Like flat out, period. And I think that that's like something that we tend to forget, especially, you know, in our in our industry is a lot of people aspire to look a certain way. But the mission I'm on is not only do I want you to feel safe in the gym space or wherever you're moving your body and being strong in that space. But when you take it out everywhere else, right? Like you're, you're only going to look your best in the way that you're meant to. Like we can't over, overthink that or try to alter it in a way that's going to, that's going to ultimately set you up for failure because that's when we get into these relationships with our body that feel really awful. But going into the gym, just like a quick story. I remember very early on in my days working with you, I had never squatted in the rack ever. The first time that I went into the gym as a strong girl, I did, I was a new mom. Like I was just returning to fitness after having a baby. And I was learning how to update my squat patterns and just body weight squatting. And then as I made success on my own, I decided it was time to get in the squat rack and start lifting there. And one that can be intimidating transition because in the gym, the way it's set up, it's like in a totally different spot mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. different people train there. And it's a little bit more of a different style of training, a lot heavier weights. And that could be intimidating for some people. It was intimidating for me. And then transitioning over there, sometimes then you get, you know, in certain atmospheres, times have, are, are changing a lot, but not enough where people kind of be like, oh, you have to wait, it's not your turn yet, or these two people were here before you, or um, you you know, don't worry, don't use that because it'll be too heavy for you. And mm. almost like shuffling you out of the space, like just reinforcing that you don't belong. Or there's excessive staring. And I've even been told to leave a squat area by, by a trainer once. Um, oh so we can, we can dive into a lot of stuff in the future. But I think in the future, what I'd love to see is the industry really moving to a place of everybody is accepted in the mm -hmm. gym and that we're all there for the same thing is yeah. to feel good, learn how to move our bodies, accelerate the goals that we're working towards. And that that's actually a community. And what kind of community do you want to be part of? I love that. I think we need to dive deeper, like way deep into that topic. And we yeah. will have you back. I'll have you back on to talk specifically about that. Um, it is one of the things I find that women come and they are nervous to step in the gym or even coming off the pandemic, people are almost kind of nervous to go back just because of, yeah. you know, that, right? So let's put a pin on that. But I am so happy that you came on today. And this is what we're chatting about. If you want to let everybody know where they can connect with you, Jordana, and then I'll also include the links in the show notes. 
yeah, I hang out most often on Instagram. So you can find me at Ferdana Nativ. And uh, that would be the primary spot to find all things. And I can't wait to come back and chat more. Amazing. And I can't wait for your routine challenge. I might be joining it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> hey, thanks, Jordana. Thanks, Jenny. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend, or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.